Welcome to the OG Magic Podcast, presented by two people you've probably never heard of. Uh, Such as? Two, yeah, I am I am Chris Whitlow. Uh, I am one of your hosts. And of course, we have the, the doctor himself. Dr. Dre Hodges. <laughs> I mean. well, that's that's halftime, man. That's halftime next week. You're not Dr. Dre. Well, I mean, with the, the whole OG thing, you know, oh, I've, been, I've been listening to Dr. Dre ever since we decided to... Uh, call ourselves the og podcast we, but yeah, uh, we are indeed ogs we're two old guys who started playing i guess revised is really when we started playing this 27 game. years ago man god you're old you're old yeah yeah I, I wouldn't talk if i were you you're older than me man <laughs> i know i know i know, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so what so what are you uh where are you living what what's your what's your background uh well we we know where we both came from we came from a no-name town in yeah. martinsville virginia uh we both started playing it at second season bookstore i guess what it was a bookstore right it was a bookstore yeah it was a bookstore, right? it was a bookstore. good old good old uh jim yeah i remember jim that and his wife yeah. and his daughter yeah we played there uh we learned to play on a kitchen table if i do recall so uh, so here, so Here's what I remember uh, learning to play at your dad's apartment. Just like oh. I, I remember the first time we played, because uh, I think I think you learned to play before I did, or maybe. you 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 had a I think you had maybe had a starter deck before I did, and yeah, it was revised. The revised starter, yeah, yeah, it was a revised starter, revised starter deck. Yeah, and uh, I I think I remember hanging out at your dad's place, and we were trying to figure out how to play. We had no damn clue what we were doing <laughs> no i mean as as i remember we thought like once you you know once you played a card like i remember playing a savannah lion and then once i used it i just you know got rid of it because i thought it went it was, like, to one, the one time yeah it went right to the right i remember playing so like if something had three toughness like and you attacked with it and somebody blocked at the end of the turn like that three toughness so if they blocked with a three three or something you only had one yeah. toughness left so right. like yeah, you, yeah I, Dam- it, it, damage was cumulative. Right, right. It just added it. up over time. Yeah, it's yeah. All cumulative. I remember thinking that in the beginning, instead of kind of how it did, you know everything healed up at the end of turn. You know, kind of how everything goes now or has gone in the real rules. You know. And then I remember you and I playing, um, playing in our uh, agriculture class. We had, we had we had built some decks. Had, uh, that in our was it technology class too. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You remember, we used to like, all right, look, we'll do our work, but like, we're going to play some cards first and then we're going to do a work. Okay. Is that cool? Our teacher was like, all right, as long as you do your stuff. We're like, all right, we're smart enough to do our stuff and do, do play play cards too. That's what we did. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember that. I remember that too. We were playing, playing, playing in, in our, in our old ag room. Uh, I remember you had that. a, uh, I think, I think it was a black red, a black red oh, deck, right. and you had Shiva yeah. Dragon. I had the Siobhan and I had demonic hordes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, kind and of... since you were the only, the meta game was you and I at that point. <laughs> so I remember like packing like a COP red and a COP black. <laughs> no, it wasn't one. Just... It was like two or three. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. It was like two or three. Yeah, I mean, I, pro- I probably had like four or four of each. <laughs> Uh, so I was I was the meta I was yeah, the meta you, you were yeah you were you were the uh, you know you were the person I was shooting for so yeah, right 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 and then uh, and then we started like uh, playing with uh, Gabe Gabe Cardwell and his brother Gabe I, and that's where I remember playing was at the kitchen yeah. table at your house um and Gabe that's came right over and, that's and right. kind of taught us how to play on your kitchen table at your your mom's old house um, yeah yeah and, and Spencer. That, yeah, 
don't remember yeah. him. No, no, <laughs> it, it, the house, the house was in. Spencer. Oh, house is in Spencer. I was like, I don't remember yeah. Spencer, uh, <laughs> no. but uh, it was in Spencer. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, Gabe had been had, playing for a while. You know, I think yeah, he, he had. Yeah. Well, Having Eric helped him a lot, right? Because Eric, yeah. I think Eric had been playing your, your brother, his brother Eric. I should should yeah, totally do yeah. that. Cardwell. Yeah, we refer to him as EC in our in our world, but um, he was, you know, he had been playing for a long time. What uh, a long time to us! I mean, I mean, playing two or three months, but like we we had no idea. Like, oh, it's Vanline, or you know, yeah. I mean, Gabe is he's the one that kind of really like showed us how to actually play the game, I think. And he kind of steered us like, okay, you need to do this, you need to do this, you don't need to do this, and you don't need to do that. You know, he was kind of the one that kind of steered us as to how what we were doing right and wrong at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, then once we once we started learning, that's when we started going to second season, right? right, I remember I remember going to second season like after school uh, every every day. Like we would get out of school, you know, and I would drive the Pony Express. I think I would take Gabe with me. Yeah. And we would go over to second I mean, season we, and just. We also, you and I both also played sports. So we were limited mm-hmm. right. that early. Like when it was all sports season, we didn't, we didn't go to go to second season. Right. It was like, we were playing sports. Like, oh, we were, you know, the faster we get second season when we, we left school. Um, and we had, a, I mean, we had a pretty good crew there. I mean, I think, I don't know. There was probably like. There was some good ten, players there ten, at the time. people or something that were yeah, playing there I mean, at the time. we had a good play group at the time. I mean, think about it. Like, I think about the players that were in that play group. We had some really good players in there. And, uh, and you know, of that play group, we know of at least four or five that are still playing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I mean, and that's like we were originally going to call this this uh, podcast the second season podcast because, you know, we started playing then and, and then we took a break and then we started playing again together. And I mean, we're still, you know, a lot of us are still playing online, the, the, that same group we started off with. Which is which is funny, right? Because we've yeah, all been through high, highs and lows. And, we'll, and I'm sure we'll get into that later as we kind of – this a podcast kind of matures as it kind of goes through its progression. But, yeah. you know, we, we, we've, we've all been in. We've all been out, you know. And I, and I hope there's a lot of listeners out there that kind of in the same way. We've all been in yeah, I mean, and I, out. I think there are a lot of other OGs like us out there. You know, I don't know. If there's a lot of OGs like you and I, but like, well, there's a lot yeah, of OGs. I mean, there's a lot of OGs out. A lot there. of OGWs, OG one of these. I mean, but, uh, we are we we started playing basically during revised. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't know how many people could say they started. It was, playing it was what during uh, revised? Was it? I think it was spring of 1995. I think it was when right we started playing. towards the end of revised. Revised was on its way out, mm-hmm, and you and I mm-hmm. kind of first started playing. And yeah. Revised made, made its way out, and Fourth Edition kind of came in, and then of course like Chronicles and Ice Age and that whole deal came in. Mm-hmm. Um, we were right at right at the tail. I mean, Fallen Empires was, was being played at the time, but it was breeding really interesting. Pit, breeding Pit, Lord of the Pit. Yep, yep. The Breeding Pit, Lord of the Pit combo was like uh, oh, that, and, and Demonic Horde, same way. You know, you had something. So what? So what do you? Uh... What do you remember, like deck wise, going back to like revise, for example? I mean, I, I remember I mentioned the first we deck. We were so I bad. You was the, uh, the we red were... black uh, Shivan yeah. Dragon. I mean, I still play a lot of Rakdos. I still play a lot of rituals. Yeah, right. I still play a lot of Rakdos. I mean, I, I, that's that's kind of my my, my probably of, of my top favorite colors is. I mean, I like blue too. Yeah. Um, but of my top two favorite colors is probably red and black. I mean, I mean, I remember the, I remember you playing uh, Dark Ritual. Mm-hmm. You had Siobhan Dragon. You had Demonic Chords. Yep. I think you had Hip, Hippie. I think you had Hypnotic Specter. 
Yeah, Fireball. but I didn't. We were playing a lot of this back then. You know, we didn't know how good Lightning Bolt was, right? At yeah, the time, right. like we, we didn't. didn't really we didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> nah, we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. Like we didn't know how good Lightning Bolt was at the time. Like, oh, Lightning Bolt, yeah. three damage. You know, what's that gonna yeah. do against my Shaman Dragon? Yeah, right, you know, I mean, right. we didn't know. Uh, with the all terrors, way way more effective against you know Shaman Dragon. You know, things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we you know we we were kind of, you know, we didn't really. I mean, Mana Vaults. We didn't play Mana Vault. Like, yeah. Was Mana Vault, was it, didn't Mana Vault come out? I can't remember. Was Mana Vault revised. in Revised? It was in Revised. revised. Okay. Yep, it was in Revised. And those things are, you know, $150 a piece now. Yeah. And when you and I played, they were $3 a piece, mm-hmm. if that. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, days when you and I would play, those things like, Psh, who was playing Mana Vault? Like, that thing's going to hurt you. Like, that thing's yeah. going to eventually start doing damage to you. Like, why are you playing that? Yeah. But, you know, little did we know, like, oh, we could have cast that getting Shivan getting three on. mana for, for one mana is not a bad we could have cast deal. that Siobhan on turn three, not on turn yeah. five. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, hmm, that sounds like a good idea, or casting that demonic horror or that or anything yeah. else that you know that didn't require like three or four mana, uh, you know, colored mana. Yeah. You know, it really really made a big difference. And we didn't play mana vaults. Soul you ring. Know, I don't think we were playing soul ring either at the time. Uh, Soul Ring was a little different deal, man, because Soul Ring, yeah. I mean, Soul Ring didn't hurt you, right? Soul Ring, right, didn't, right. Soul Ring didn't, right. it didn't pay you back, you know. Soul Ring, oh, it's Soul Ring. But Soul Ring, I'm pretty sure at one point, Soul Ring was like, Soul Ring was restricted or it was restricted, yeah. Yeah, it yep. was restricted. So we didn't play a lot of, of Soul Rings, no. Uh, you know, even as we matured and kind of started playing some of the decks you and I both really did well with at the time. What's the uh, what's it, the first deck that you remember putting together that you felt like okay this is uh, this is a good deck? Oh, the, my discard deck! Come on, man! You yeah, know, yeah. The, well, the, yeah. The, 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 tell us about uh, tell us about the discard deck. It was control without being blue, right? It's what right. it was. It was control yeah. without being blue. So, right. You know, I would basically empty your hand, and I had ice manipulators and mistress factories, and I would lock you in with something like a, a disrupting scepter. And I would empty Probe. your hand, and I, and I would just—you're right—and I would just control the game because I would—I would still be able to draw cards and hold cards, and you would, and I would just control the whole—you know—the whole playing field. I, I beat a ton of a ton of people with that deck, and that's where that's where um, you ran into Gabe, right? Because remember we talked about our friend Gabe who who started uh, us off, and he yeah he, he played he played Goblin, so he, he had his famous his Goblin for deck. me. Yeah. Oh yeah, he would empty his hand for me, and I was just like, okay, just I mean, racks, you know, eat it, eat it. Yeah, take six a turn, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I Gabe, you know, Gabe's a competitive guy, right? And he like he, uh, he hated he hated my discarding. He, he hated, hated losing, especially hated I mean, since thing. he sort of taught us how to play the game. Yeah, you know? he would hate he hated losing that deck, but that deck was very, very, very efficient. I mean, that was, was a good very, deck. Yeah, the Goblin deck was, just, was great. It was, it was it was it was efficient. I mean, it, it could kill you on turn four. Um, yeah, and it was it was back before you know. A lot of people were playing burn and he had goblin grenades. He had goblin four, grenade, he had, yeah. Right. He had all of those things and he would just, you know, you'd be dead. And I mean, you know, and he kept, and he was the one that kind of pushed us into like, okay, you need, you need a, um, you need a mox. Uh, right. You know, you need those type of things. He would, he was like, okay, you need those. You need that. This, this, this. Yeah. I mean, cause so when we started playing was type one, right? There was no, I mean, I right. guess when we started playing, there was, there was no type one or type two. It was just everything was illegal. You just played everything. everything was legal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, there are moxes and black lotus. But, and but don't you remember going to tournaments and you're like, you totally felt outgunned, right? But you yeah. still win games because you were able to outplay some of these people who had all of these things. And yeah. they would have every card, and you're like, oh, I shouldn't beat you, but I do. 
Like you mean uh, like Rick, for example? Well, I'm gonna throw out names. Uh, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Rick's gonna be listening to our podcast. Yeah, I don't know either. Though. But like we had there was a guy who was in our he would come to town and he would he had he was he was older than us. He was probably in his late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. When like we were like at, like the age that we are now, essentially. Correct. He he's yeah. literally our age now. Yeah. When it back then. So he's dude yeah. in his 60s now if he's still playing. Um, I've, I went to a tournament, uh, I don't know, maybe five or 10 years ago, and I saw Rick walking around. I swear he looked exactly the same. Well, <laughs> All redheaded dude. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like something I mean, out of and, like and, Lord of the I Rings mean, or something. Dude, I got a story about that, about that guy. So I beat him. Um, I beat him with an X-Spell um, mono red deck. Um, and I played – so the first game, he got mono screwed, and I just freaking hammered him with red red creatures and freaking X-Spells, yeah. and he was dead. Yeah. Second game, he came back, played a Jusm, just killed me. On, yeah. Because on, he had Jusm Gen, just played Jusm, yeah. just killed me. Yeah. Because I had no answer. Um, yeah, Jusm was like the big creature back then, right? Oh, it was it was almost it was like we were like, oh, the only thing you can do is Source Splash or this thing. Because it was it. I was like, it was yeah. it. Like, because there was no other really removal they could get rid of. Because yeah. Terror didn't get rid of it. Remove right. it you know, lightning you bolts. Have, you have yeah. two lightning bolts to kill it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, dude, I played one, one channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one. The channel was restricted, right? Wasn't channel restricted back in the day? I think no, it I was. Remember. I don't remember if channels restricted or not. Yeah. But I played Implements of Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I played one Implements of Sacrifice, one channel in the deck, just in a hopes that I would get those two together. Because mm-hmm. um, all those X spells. So game three, yeah. he was one life ahead of me. So how in the world am I going to kill this dude? Because he's one life ahead of me and like playing this overpower. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to kill this dude. So turn two, he, uh, I was I was on the play, so I had I had two lands in play, and I played my implements of sacrifice because I had it in my hand, and I was like, mm-hmm. he was one life ahead of me because mm-hmm. uh, he had got something else. Out. So I was like, how the heck am I gonna kill this dude? So he, next turn, his turn, dark ritual, land, dark ritual, juzzle, and I was like, <laughs> he's gonna lose lose a life. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna lose a life, and I win. You know, right, right, right. Next turn, land, implement, you know, fireball. Uh, you're at one, and then he's like, "Oh, it's my turn." Yeah, your Jasm kills you. GG. Uh, <laughs> you know that was it. That was it. It's like, how did I lose that? I, was like, I don't know, but I, you did. So I just moved on. Uh, yeah, and like uh, Rick. I mean, Rick had the Moxes. He had Black Lotus. He, he had, had Moat. He had Jism. That dude still has all his cards. He is a millionaire. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, I I, I can't imagine him selling those cards. I can't you either. Know, like, I mean, like, he had. That, Dude still has his cards. He is a millionaire because he had all the stuff. He had a Lotus. I mean, a Lotus, what? Lotus is 20 grand now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, you just have one Lotus and you have all the moxes. Yeah, that's that's 70 grand right there. Yeah. No, 70. That's I mean, it's crazy. Because they're, they're probably 10 a piece average. So so we started playing and um we started playing in second season. And then I remember like the, the tournament started, right? Like they started having like, I think it was like, it, there was no F and M at the time. It was Saturday night, I believe. Like they had a tournament on we Saturday played, night. We, we played Saturday nights. Yep. Yep. And, and like, do you remember like the tournament scene? Like who was, who was I there? What was, I yeah. do. I remember the tournament scene quite a bit. Like it was, but like it, it was random because like you would play, there was no meta. 
I mean, that really wasn't a meta. It was just like, oh, I'm put this deck together and let's see if it kind of works. And everybody would show up with their own kind of just like spin or whatever they had. I mean, so so I remember Gabe playing goblins, and I yeah, think yeah. I mean I think Gabe won several tournaments. He did. I, I remember you playing your your black white start. Yeah, I remember you playing your black white discard deck and your Merfolk deck, which we haven't talked Mur- about. I was Merfolk for Merfolk was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So you had a Merfolk deck, and then Rick had his whatever. You know, was, he was. I think he was playing. Wasn't he playing Stormbind at the time? Like he had a Stormbind and Mox and Lotus and uh, yeah. I mean, he had he he had it all. And Eric, Eric Cardwell, EC, um, Gabe's brother, was playing red green, and he's still playing red green today. Till this right? day, yeah, he would not gruel, gruel he, for he, life. He would GFL, man. <laughs> that guy is gruel for life. He I is, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I was really like, I thought Eric was was really good back in the day. I mean, he's still really good. But I still remember him playing some blue white too. Eric yeah, would also yeah, he play played some blue control. White. Like, yeah, like he, he, I think, I think Eric, Eric's one of those guys, man. Like Eric. Eric is really good. Eric, I hope you never listen to this because I'm going to pay you, pay you a nice compliment. Um, but like, Eric's one of those guys who could play any any deck that's good and do well with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really do. If, if he has time to prepare with it, he's one of those guys who can play a deck and just be good at it. Yeah, he's he's a smart guy for sure. He, he doesn't make he usually doesn't make bad decisions. Um, he usually makes fairly good decisions. Um, so I always felt like he made really good good deck decisions and did, did well with yeah. that i mean he was he's, the, he's the first he, guy that i remember playing uh jam day tome i mean that was yep, like he, yep. he, he he played jam to tome and he played the blue white control deck and yeah. sarah angels and he was playing mm-hmm. that deck you know and that mm-hmm. deck was cool you know and then he got on the necro train when all y'all y'all got on the necro train i refrained well, that's because you got your ass kicked by a necro deck when you played Merfolk. Yes, yes, I mean I that's did, that's yeah. a very that's one of my biggest uh, magic memories as you were playing in that tournament. This dude, like I don't know who this dude, but he, he had never been to never one of our tournaments before. before. Never seen, right? And he never showed, seen. I guess it was like during the necro summer they called it. Yeah, yeah. And like it because it was during the summer, and he brought this necro deck, and uh, I remember you were just kicking the shit out of this guy, abusing it. Yeah, you were because he was he was stuck on one land. He right, had one of land. Well, I think he had more than one land, but I had a phantasmal terrain play. So maybe that's what it was. Yeah, and yeah, then he man. like uh, he drew. I think he drew a dark ritual, and he drew a dark ritual, and he so, cat. You had you had Murfolk out, and he, he ended up casting three weaknesses on like so, Murfolk and just completely so, wiping it out. So if I was if I was smart, I would have countered yeah. the dark ritual. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'll just counter the one spell that he cast from the dark ritual. That way, you get two for one, right? Yeah. So. That was what I was thinking at the time. So okay, I'll let this dark ritual go. Then he cast three weaknesses. And I was like, "Well, you so you were so far ahead of him too." I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, what the hell yeah. is this guy going to do? I'm just like beating the shit out of him. But I mean, that was also the deck that had four four forces of will. In it. I was one of the first yeah. people to really understand the power of force of will as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I played four forces of will in that deck, um, and and it just it, it 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 was it was a lot like I mean I'd say it, but like. It's what the what the 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 modern version of the whole Ragavan thing. You get ahead and you play Ragavan and you just kind of counter everything else. It's aggro modern, control, it's right? Different. It's aggro control. It's, it's aggro control, which is what you get, I love. You get like, ahead and stay love, ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what I. That's my genre. I attack you, but like I have a have a way of kind of limiting you to kind of doing whatever you do. That's kind of the deck that I love to play. Um, but yeah, he um. He cast three weaknesses and wiped out three Murfolk like it was, like it was that, and it was game. And then I think the dude just went on to win the tournament after that too. He like did. he just, he, he just because yeah. Necro, I mean Necro was just you know revolutionary. Well, he was just you know, 
I remember you and I, when I got, I, I, I was, we were teenagers and I, I had a job at the time. So mm-hmm. I bought, I bought a box of Ice Age when I, cause mm-hmm. I, I had money, you know, yeah. I was at a, yeah. and I was like, I got this car called Necro. You're like, you gotta what like pay like draw cars. Like, you don't get a draw. You, don't you get skip draw. your draw step. Yeah. Wait, who's gonna do that? Yeah. <laughs> turns out it was, it's pretty yeah, it turns out it's pretty good. It gets you ahead uh, pretty fast. Yeah. And resources are all about what magic is all about, really. Resources. Yeah. Um but we did, I mean, we didn't know. Like, I mean, I remember huh. back I remember back in that day too. That was when nobody knew how to build a mana base. Like mm-hmm. I remember in every deck, like there's just the standard rules, you play 20 lands. You played 20. That was it. Played 20. That's it. If you played more Nothing than else. 20, like, why are you playing 120? And then we wondered why we got uh, mana screwed. <laughs> All the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, lost. Or I got lost. I got mana screwed. You know, I know we got lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same old. Get, yeah. Same old song and dance. Yeah. I mean, I played in a tournament a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, you know, anytime you lose, uh, your opponent's uh, saying, well, yeah, no, I got mana screwed. Uh, mana screwed. Uh, I got a terrible draw. My deck beat itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. You you just a law of average is averaged out. Yeah. Unless you play an unless you play an arena, you've won too many games, and then the, the law average. You think you think that you think the algorithm will uh, the algorithm you... will will find a way. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, our buddy Gabe used to say that, right? Like yeah. he used to say that. Like he's tried to try to play arena, and he was like, "You win too much, you just get hammered." And I really believe there's something in the algorithm, and not that they're limiting what you play. But like the more you play, the better players you get paired against. Well, and that's also, true. I mean, that's more, true. And yeah. the more likely you are to play against the mirror, which because well, if you're playing the best deck, I'm not in standard, and I and I've pulled the deck that that I'm currently playing in standard a couple of times, and it's it's probably it's probably played maybe fourth or fifth most in mm-hmm. in standard, which I think it's probably top two decks, but you know. Um, so do you want to do you want to sort of transition to, to what we're doing now or yeah we can I mean, talk that, that's about, just we can, we can talk about standard now if you want to uh I've been yeah playing. i mean it's yeah you you go ahead i mean i i haven't been playing standard a ton on arena but uh i mean I, you know i i know the metagame a little bit standard's fairly fairly simple right now it still is it mm-hmm. is it is still i think is it is still king i think is it is still the best deck. even so our our runs epiphany was was uh was banned right Right. Yeah. Right. It was banned. And also there was a couple other cards in that deck that were banned. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's the best deck. Uh, I got hammered, hammered by that deck, by the fact that I didn't have any graveyard removal. So you know, they were able to play like a lot of the, the stuff with uh, flashback. So they would play a mm-hmm. lot of the, the, the um, you know, what's the one? Let me draw a blank. Uh, memory. Go memory blank. Image. Memory, Memory delusion. delusion. Yeah, that's that's, that's in my sideboard now. That's, that's in my sideboard card. now. Um, but uh, they would play Memory Deluge, and they would play. They play four of those, and they play. You know, um, you know, expression. It was expressive iteration. That and they play, are they still playing as galvanic iteration? Is that still a thing as well? They only play two in the deck. Okay, so there's only two in that deck, and then they of course they'll play gold spans, mm. and then they'll play gold span. Man, what a card! Then they'll play that <clears throat> the O four. Uh, oh yeah, the, the dragon egg, the dragon that egg that, that flips. Yeah, yeah. They play that thing, and then they play the new dragon. That's a four-four that costs four. Um, that whenever you play something of some of a color, then you get to draw a card. The Moonvale region, I think. That thing, yes, yeah. they play that. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, and they just wear it. Like I felt like I had a good deck, and I was just like, I was trying to answer all their stuff. I was like, bam, 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 bam. But eventually, 
you run like the, your resources. If you don't find a way to limit their graveyard, your, your resources get really tied up in the fact that you're trying to like, you're trying to catch up to them at all because they'll answer this and you'll answer back. They'll answer this and you'll, they'll answer back. And, it's just, and then they'll cast memory deluge and right. The it's top, just, yeah. Yeah. And they get two cards and they get two yeah, cards. Like and, dig, and dig through time. Basically. They just, they just constantly are, are ahead of you. Um, you know, so what? So, so what are you playing? What are you playing in standard? I'm playing the Selesnya ramp deck. Mine's a little different than than the, the current build um, because I have a little, I have a little learn. So I kind of took the the, the Orzov deck and I kind of made it part of my Selesnya deck. So mm-hmm. the Orzov deck, if you don't know, has the uh, the eye twitch in it, and so right. when it dies, right. it, you get to go to learn and, and you get to do all mm-hmm. the other stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's real. It's good too. It's really good. Yeah, I've, I saw that. That isn't that. I think that's the number one deck in the metagame now, right? The Orzov deck. Everybody says it. As far as numbers, yes, it is the number one mm. de- deck in the metagame. It's probably. I think um, it's like seven or eight percent of the meta. Uh, it's a really good deck. Um, it has limiting factors in it um, that if you get rid of eye twitch, like I started using um, portable hole, and I would their eye twitch would come out, and I would immediately exile that thing so they never got to go to their their right uh, to their sideboard to pull that um right. i would limit limit that with portable holes mm-hmm. um and then you, you you do the the whole um you know you do the the, the two, two discard for the it exhaust go blank graveyard. yeah go blank that, that's that's a hell of a card man so i literally swap out a lot of creatures that are in that current selesnia build i got to kind of uh counter all that stuff early on i wasn't doing that and i was getting hammered by um you know the recursion from the graveyard <clears throat> so what the, what what sort of anti-graveyard stuff are you using in the selesnia deck uh well that deck is funny because uh, there's only a few things that do exile mm-hmm. um and there's a card called well there's a couple um there's got there's a card out now that's it's too white and colorless and um it exiles target permanent but it gives him a three two spirit in return right. That's the lesson, right? It's a lesson, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I use it. Uh, okay. Uh, I also use. Uh, it's also good against uh, the Immerstrud, the dragon, mm-hmm. uh, the really predator. That that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good against it because you, you exile it instead of trying to destroy it, so they right. can't. You know, can't can't make thing. it indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and that, and I also have, uh, you know, the uh, the three two spirit the, with the the. Um, oh right. The 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 uh, sun gold sentinel is that the one? No 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 no. The um, it's two white, colorless. It's a two two. Oh oh, skyclave apparition. I use skyclaves. Yeah yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Sky, I think skyclaves are better than uh, the brutal Cathar. Because um, it exiles. Because it exiles, and yeah, if it yeah. dies, then it doesn't give them the creature back. Right. So it just they gets just get a, the... to- a random. To- it gets a token that, of, of the cost of whatever it is. Uh, so I'm currently playing four of the, the spirits and then the only two of the cathars. So you said it's a ramp deck. So how, I mean, how are you, what are you ramp? You ramping up to mascot exhibition or what's the, uh... I do, I am going mascot exhibition, but I also have, there's another, uh, card. Yeah, there's a couple cards. The, the one lesson that lets you exile mm-hmm. on the, the, that, the, the three, two, mm-hmm. um, then mm-hmm. there's another lesson that's green and it's green and, and a colorless and it lets you get rid of an enchantment or an artifact um throw a blank as the names okay uh, i mean we are a, we are old as shit right yeah, so right we're not gonna be able to remember and, all the and, cards and there's a there's a five mana uh card that lets you exile um 
Yeah, and it, something introduction to an annihilation or something that, like that. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and it also lets you uh, exile a permanent. Now they get to draw a card, but that's very who cares mm-hmm. Um, when you when you're trying to get rid of certain things. So right. they, that's yeah. also my sideboard. But I also have two of the um, the the uh, the seven mana. Uh, what does it do? Four creatures get you the four creatures. What's it called? Oh, mascot exhibition, right? Yeah, yeah. I have four, four. I have two of those in my sideboard mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because because one's just, not enough, right? Right, because a lot of the sideboards are probably playing one. So if you play yeah, two yeah. and you hit two of your learns, then you're ahead of them, right? Um, right, right. Because they're only they're only playing for one. So are, so are a lot of people on that plan of sort of uh, learn go to the sideboard cast correct. mascot exhibition? Yeah, okay. they are. They are. That's what the eye twitch. The that that's that like the. Off. That's the big thing now, I guess, in mid sort of mid range, mid range mirrors as people are trying to so, use mascot exhibition. So I'll play the uh, the three mana that lesson that lets you learn, that lets you get a forest, and then I'll and then I'll just and then I'll go get the uh, the what's the two mana one that gets you gain two life. And oh uh, right, yeah. And then let you put another, get you get another land, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then hopefully I'll hit another one. Or if I don't have two in my hand. I'll just go ahead and go get the, the seven mana one and just hit that l- lesson and just. Weren't you playing? I think I saw your list. Weren't you playing like uh, Felidar Retreat and Yasharn in that deck as well? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played three Felidars and three Yasharns in that deck too, and three, uh, of course, Ren Seven. Ren Seven's a yep, crusher. Ren, that's Ren, a great Ren card. Seven. And then you play you play play the Cat Catalac, as I refer to it, the Catalac. Oh, the Asika's Chariot. Yeah. That thing is uh, so. So what you do is you play Ezekiel's Chariot, and then you play uh, Red and Seven behind it. Uh-huh. Make the make the make the token for the actual tree folk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Load up the Cadillac with the tree folk, mm-hmm. and then you attack. But then you make a copy of the tree folk. Not so. Are you are you uh, are you playing standard as opposed to alchemy? Or I'm playing standard. I'm not playing alchemy. Not so playing in alchemy. standard, it's the old Ezekiel's Chariot where you get two cats. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that is that? I mean, I haven't looked. I haven't honestly. I haven't played arena in like a month. So I've it's I've been out of arena for a, a while. There's a couple of like there's there's about like I said there's a Jund version of kind of the same deck that I'm playing. Um, not not really, but they make treasures. There's Jund treasure, so they make. A bunch I've, of I've seen that deck with like that the deck, uh, mm-hmm. Kalein, right? The 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 red black uh, two drop. And, and the Magdar Mag Magdar Magda. 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 So yeah. it makes treasures. And then you get so many treasures, you could get, go get a dragon. So you go get the gold predator, span. Or, you, or the gold span. You go get. Which is pretty one. good with the treasures, right? Gold Correct. Span. Yeah. 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 Uh, or you can go get the uh, the moon veil, whatever that thing is. So what you do you think about, what do you think about this whole like uh, alchemy standard split? Like, so I do you think that was a good move, uh, good move on uh, Watsy's part or no? So, so, you know, you, you, you know, it's, asking me you set me up i know you i did i mean i know that, you're that i know you're a salty that salty is a bastard softball. so yeah so I yeah so i really think that they're trying to move magic online and 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 they're trying to limit the amount of paper play or paper, uh-huh. paper play tabletop play we'll call it tabletop tabletop play i really feel like they they're if you look at their recent hirings and who they're hiring they're hiring people in to be at wizards of the coast who are digital game people you know, mm-hmm. all about gameplay online. 
they're not hiring people who want to write stories and do all this mm-hmm. other stuff mm-hmm. to build the brand and build the actual gameplay itself. Right. You know, they're hiring people who like that their latest hire was someone who worked at Microsoft who mm-hmm. was in their game design at Microsoft. Um, so I really, you know, I really wonder what Watsy's doing with all of everything because I feel like it's uh, they're really trying to turn themselves into Hearthstone, and that is not what Magic is. Um, so, Magic so, was, wh- so, what's the difference? Like, why, why can't Magic? Let's say, why can't Magic pivot to Hearthstone? It can, but like, it needs to be on tabletop as well. I think that's well. That you mean because they, of all old OGs like us? Is that the reason well, why it needs to be tabletop? Or no, I think the social aspect of having like FNMs and having tournaments and having things like that—that's what builds the brand, not the yeah. online stuff. You know, the online stuff you, you and I—you can get easily get lost in something like that. The reason mm-hmm. you and I are still playing this game is because of the relationships we built playing this game. Yeah, not not the actual game. I mean, I, the game itself is great, but like that is not the reason we still play. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it, it all goes back to like that local that local game scene. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about, uh, you know, how we started playing the second season and going to those tournaments. Right. I mean, for me, like I don't know if I'm a spike or what, but for me, it's all about the tournament and like the competitive aspect of it. And like going, I mean, even it doesn't have to be a tournament. Even just going to F and M where people are competing against one another, and you're trying to. I mean, you know, I enjoy playing online, but I always I always saw that as like a practice preparation for for actually meeting up with people and and uh you know playing in those tournaments online and like just for example like uh you know a couple weeks ago i played in a, a pauper tournament you know we and you, you're actually you, you're the one that told me about the you know what the pauper scene nearby yeah, and i mean pauper. i never i never i never picked up I think, pauper I think in it, my it, life it, 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 in our group, we refer to you now as captain common is that we refer to <laughs> Cap- you now as Cap- hey man captain what, whatever i mean but like you know, like they had a tournament uh, nearby and like it, it was it was an opportunity for me to I mean, you know, we've all been locked down on COVID for the past two fucking years. And I mean, I, you know, I, I love going to magic tournaments and playing. I mean, you I know, I mean, I don't I don't enjoy like the hanging out part as much as I do just like battling. I just like to get in there and battle. Mm-hmm. you know and uh, that's something that i really missed over the past couple of years so i saw that popper term and i'm like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna dig into this and pop i mean popper right. goes all the way back you know like it's i mean the only restriction on the format is it has to be commons but that goes all the way back to alpha you know alpha beta unlimited so i mean there's a there's a, a lot of stuff. i mean like lightning bolt we were talking about for example is a common so there are a lot of powerful common cards there are there really are you know and like um but anyway like I got into pauper because there was a tournament, a, a local tournament nearby that I could play in. So I, you know, I do a deep dive into pauper. I learn about the format. I order cards. You know, I mean, that's what motivates me to buy cards is right. if there's a tournament nearby that I want to play in. So I go and I, you know, I, I build several decks. I buy, you know, I buy a lot of cards and uh, I played in that tournament because there was, there was a, an in-person tournament that I could go play in. You know, I have to have, I don't know, I have to have some sort of motivation or some sort of end goal in mind to really get me into the game. The, uh, I think it's like you and I always say, you know, I, I, um, I have a couple modern decks now and, I, and, and I'll be real with the people who are listening. Like Eric and I still don't have our cards from when we started playing because we're idiots. 
Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> multiple times. And multiple times, yeah. right? Multiple we, idiots we, multiple we, times. Uh, we we were when we were younger, you know, in our in our early 20s, um, he and I both got rid of our cards and, and sold mm-hmm. our cards and we got rid of them because we never saw the future of how magic was gonna go. You know, I tell I tell my kids all the time, I, uh, I could have paid for your college and, you know, a brand new a house for the amount of cards that I sold mm-hmm. for uh, $200. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think about the cards that I had and you same way you, uh, yeah. and we, mm-hmm. we sold them for nothing. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. you're talking about people who got out early. Yeah. We, we got out and just totally just, I mean. I, I told my kid I sold a half a million dollars worth of cards for 200 bucks. Yeah. 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 That, no, that's, that, that's a painful topic, you know, just, oh. just thinking about that. I mean, ah, pulling that dagger out of your back. Cause it just, yeah. it's, it's awful because we did when we got out of it because like in our early twenties, you know, we, we didn't see the long term. Well, I mean, I mean, up. who, who expect, I mean, I didn't expect in 1995 or 1996 to be talking about magic 27 years later. You know, I mean, I just, I guess I saw it as just a phase in my life. You know, I didn't, yeah. I had no idea that it would, you know, continue to turn. play such an important role. I mean, in, in Hasbro, Hasbro, how lucky are they that they bought magic when they did because they yeah. bought it and it has turned out to be the cash cow that has pretty much powered their whole brand well let's just hope that they don't they don't kill the the goose that laid the golden egg which is kind of what it's looking like now if if, and you know they're they are you know they've killed competitive play and they've given us nothing as to what they're going to and you and i you and i used to that's all we used to think about yeah it was competitive play we would buy cards and build decks just on competitive play trying to get to that next level remember when the whole pro tour qualifiers and all those other things used to come about that's all we would think about. Like, oh, can yeah. I build this to get there? And then we'll do this and then we'll get there. And we would always get kind of close to doing that kind of stuff. And we, we would always be, be the group. We would always be those guys who were like, you know, the top eight. We would be 10. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, right. that, that was us. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we, we would be that group that we would build some decks and, and just be just out of the, the top eight of making you know, this pro tour, that, whatever else. That's who we were. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we would, we would do really well in events, but, just never broke the broke the, the ceiling to get into never quite got we, there yeah we didn't we didn't yeah not because we didn't try hard not because we didn't we just i don't i mean you know Matt, uh, people say it's i mean it's a part partially it's a numbers game right i right. mean like you know uh, you know i mean it, a lot yeah. of a lot of great players you know play in tournaments and they don't win i mean you know john finkel can go to you know several tournaments and you know he's kind of going to make it into the top eight in every single one just because the way it, things break down and we, and if we really thought about it, we were smart back then. We we would do like a lot of these guys are doing today, building teams, right? Building yeah. teams, testing yeah. our decks, and, and 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 honestly, coming to the tournament with about the same deck. And that's right. what a lot yeah. of these teams do is they'll build a deck, they'll test it against the meta, whatever they think the meta is going to be, and and they'll come to the tournament with the same deck and they're like, okay, I'll see you guys in the top four, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and that's what they do. Uh, you know, if we were smart back then, that's what we would have done. But no, we were too busy trying to beat the crap out of each other instead of trying to like, <laughs> trying to like make it, you know, play together. And but I mean, that you know, for me, like, and like I say, I, I mean, I think Magic is still doing well. I mean, I think they're Commander, they're killing it with Commander, oh, you know, God. these secret layers, they're making a lot of money doing those. But like, for me, it's all about, I mean, the competitive scene and the local scene. 
you know, and, and the fact that they've sort of killed both of those. I mean, I think that's what's driving a lot of the dis, you know dissatisfaction I mean, if, with the if game. Not, if not for Commander, I feel bad for Magic currently mm-hmm. because Commander is what's driving everything. And I really believe that's what's, what, what Wizards of Coast is going to. Yeah. They're going to those guys who, who play, you know, casual Commander, mm-hmm. not, not mm-hmm. the competitive Commander scene, mm-hmm. not them. Mm-hmm. They want to go to the guy who's built four or five Commander decks and that's all he plays. Um, I guess my question is, why can't you do both? And you why, can. why, why do you have to just go to the casual Absolutely. commander? Why can't you go to the competitive, you know, Spike who wants to, uh, like us? I mean, we'll sit around, you know, spend eight hours a day thinking about decks while you're at work, then come home and sure. spend eight hours putting them together and playing, you know, on arena or online. Why can't you do both? I mean, what's, what's stopping the competitive scene? Um, I, I don't know. And they've given us no good answers about competitive play. They just killed the 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 uh, you know the rivals, and they killed yeah. the, the, the the pro scene, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They just killed it, and they didn't have an answer. You know, I would be the MPL, really happy, right? The Magic right, Pro League I, or whatever it was. Yeah, I would really be happy if they went back to the old school qualifiers, like they did the qualifiers, and then they have the actual. You know, you get to play yeah. in the qualifiers, right? And the, right. You know, like we we grew up with the, the, the you play yeah. the qualifiers, yeah, the, the qualifiers OG scene, you. right? Correct, but yeah, like it yeah. gives it gives somebody something to work for. Right yeah. now, they have nothing. They have yeah. nothing. So well, to be to be fair, I mean, I've been thinking about this, and I think that honestly, I think COVID has played a big part in it. You know, I mean, I, you sure, know, just like with sure. everything else but in man, life, like man, but, but man, they can play F and M's. You tell me they can't play a set up a pro circuit come on man. i mean i don't like before the vaccines came out like i wasn't comfortable going to f&m you well, know I'm still, like i'm still not i'm still not comfortable going I mean, yeah. i'll be honest with you i'm still so, like i mean if you if people aren't comfortable going to f&m and you know there are plenty of people that do go but to like F&M we're not we're now. not pros right we're not pros yeah you know you and i are not the pro scene we're mm-hmm. not we're not we're not guys yeah. who are good who whose livelihood we're depending upon you know mm-hmm. we're not those guys and, and i'm okay with that but like those guys. I still don't like losing to those guys, though. Yeah, even though I'm not. Uh, even I really I'm not enjoy pro. beating them. I really. Enjoy, I don't. Uh, you know, I really enjoy beating them. I can't yeah, say yeah. that I, uh, I enjoy losing to them, but I really enjoy yeah. beating them. Yeah. Whenever we you do play them, you know, and occasionally you do beat them. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they are human. Uh, contrary to popular belief, you play a pro, uh, you can still beat them. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not invulnerable. You know. Yeah. So. So yeah, I don't know. I just I really hope that they can get the competitive scene going again, you know, because that's I mean that's what drives me at the end of the day. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, especially I mean, you know, like when we were when we were growing, I mean, like we're so old, we're like pre-internet in a way. You know what I mean? Like you when know, we started playing. You, you like, know what the first thing I looked up on the internet was? Wizards no. of the Coast. Wizards, Wizards of the Coast. Of the no coast. Shit. Not porn. Not porn. I didn't look that up. <laughs> that was the second thing. That was number two. But <laughs> Wizards of the Coast was number one. Okay. So I right, looked up yeah. like I would and I would go on and I was like, I would, I would my my stepfather was the one who kind of introduced me to the internet because he had the internet. Yeah. He was he would enter and I was like, oh, you can like find the cards on like like I can read all these cards and figure out what they do and like learn what 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 all is out actually out there. And that's what I did. I would spend time just like going through the cards and reading them. Okay, this does this, this does this, this does this. I mean, if there's any story that tells you the the, the strength of magic as a draw, the fact that you visited uh, looking up magic cards is your first thing that you looked at on the internet, you know, like that. I mean, that that says something. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because, I mean, we that's all we did. 
that is all we did. Yeah, a crack on crack on cardboard, right? Cardboard crack. Yeah, and for six to what six to eight years of our life. Twenty seven. I mean, you know, we're twenty seven well, years. I mean, here we are. We took right? a, I, mean, I mean, we both took a break in the middle. We both took a break in the middle to kind of like get our lives in order and trying to hmm. like be be contributing humans to to society. And do you feel like you succeeded in that uh, that realm? I hope so. I hope so. If not, I really, I really messed a lot of things up. I really messed a lot of things up. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I hope, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I mean, we both got kids, right? So like, right, right. We're we're responsible, responsible adults at this point. You know, my, my kid's been to gaming. He likes to play games and he likes to do those type of things. So, you know, I feel like he's got a lot of that for me in him and he, and he don't play, he does play a little magic. We'll play some together uh, occasionally. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fun, but it's not really his bag. I mean, mm-hmm. he's more of like a digital type, and that's what they are today, right? He's a digital native, you know. I mean, that's what right. He, grew up he is. With, he so. is. He is. And and that's that's his thing. I mean, and maybe that maybe that's what Wizards is trying to do. Like maybe they're trying to say, hey, you know, we've got this generation. They're digital. They're not analog like we are. You know, you're not and, gonna pull those kids in. I mean, you're, yeah, you're you're not. Why not? Because they're they have too much too many other things that are much more available than magic. Yeah, magic yeah. magic is a neat, very niche crowd, a very different type of crowd. Because a lot of those people are like you and I, who really like the fact that it's it's almost like chess in a way. Like it's you know this the game is set up for a very cerebral human. It's not mm-hmm. it's not That's set true. up for yeah. not, it's not it's not brain candy. It's really not brain candy. So um, do you think this current generation's not just like not cerebrally? Oh man, so you're digging way deep here. You get <laughs> that's, way, what, that's what I do, man. I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a philosopher way, by, by nature, so way deep here. Yeah, but no, they're a generation who needs immediate, you know, immediate reinforcement and need they need something immediate that they can see right now. You know, as you know that that's what that's who they are. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that's just what, what they're used to. They're used to immediate reinforcement for whatever right. they do. Right. Good, bad, middle, whatever. But they're used yeah. to that. Magic's not that scene. Magic's mm-hmm. not. Magic's mm-hmm. a grinding scene. Like you need to be mm-hmm. able to grind, learn the scene, learn how it works, right. figure out the meta. You got to be able to grind it because if you don't mm-hmm. grind it, then you're not going. You're never going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh... I don't know, man. I don't know where, I don't know exactly where to go from there, but like, uh, so you said you're playing standard, right? You mm-hmm. got your Selesnia deck. How are you, how are you doing on arena with that? Uh, well, I went from, I went from silver to um, like mid, mid platinum. I'm a platinum okay. two. Okay. So, and, and I'm not one of those people who grinds like 10 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like play three or four games a day tops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because of time, right? Time. Cause I got a wife, a full-time job and, mm-hmm. and, and two kids I'm not yeah. playing. 10 hours a day, like some of these people are who grind it all day long. Yeah. You know, that they, they, once they don't have their normal life, that's what they're doing. I don't, I don't have that opportunity, but so I feel like the deck is really good. Um, so I, I, you know, I can't talk too much about it. Do you, uh, do you have any plans to uh, play in any in person events coming up? I would love, I really would love to play modern. I would really love, okay. I have, I have been, I've been just following the modern scene for so long. But COVID has just absolutely killed that opportunity for me to play in a lot of modern. Um, so what uh, what decks are you looking at in modern? I play. I like Tron. I just Tron. I, yeah. Everybody hate. Everybody hates Tron except me. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, there's a lot of people love Tron, yeah, man. A lot of people lot love of people. Tron. Yeah. But like, uh, I I like Tron. casting like, big powerful things and crushing well, you know the shit me. Out of people, I, right? I, I, it's, if it's not overpowered, <laughs> I don't want it. 
I mean, that's uh, if, if if there's anything that describes you better than you know casting big things to crush people. I don't know what it, I don't know what it would be. That is a fact. <laughs> it just beats you over the head with the biggest stick I can find. Uh, that, yeah, is right, exactly. like. that is that is what yeah. I want to do. Yeah, and that's Tron, right? And that is Tron. Um, you know, I think Kamigawa is going to give Tron and other decks some opportunities that they didn't have before. Um, How so? Really th- what, what do you think it is about Kamigawa that's going to? I mean, there's one card. To... There's one card. Don't 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 leave me down that. You leave me down that rabbit hole. Um, but there's one card. Bosu who endures, right? That, oh that, yeah, that Bosu. Card. Boseji, that, right? Or right? It's Bosu. Yeah. Bosu. Okay. Boseji. Bosu. Bosu. Bosu who endures. Okay. Um, Bosu who endures. It is absolutely going to warp a lot of formats, and modern is probably one that warps the most. Uh, I say legacy is probably number two, and I say standard is probably number three. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's going to warp that format because it's removal that you cannot count. So it's a two mana removal that you draw that cannot be countered because you just discard Bosu and you can go get rid of an artifact, enchantment, or a or land or a non basic land. Yeah, it's yeah. strip mine, man. It is strip mine for two mana. Think about that. So you so you think that that's going to help Tron or or hurt Tron? Uh, you know, originally I thought it was going to hurt Tron. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's going to help Tron. Why? I think it's, it's going to be played in the mana base because I feel like... So you think in mono green Tron? Yeah, mono green Tron. Okay. Um, that or the the version of the land destruction deck that's kind of like Tron, but not Tron. That didn't play Tron lands. It's called Ponza. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it plays mm-hmm. Karn, plays all the other stuff that you play, but it's red-green. Mm-hmm. I think that deck's going to be super powerful with uh, Bosu. I think it's go- because it's got removal in it, and you play Chalice of the Void, you play all the land destruction, and you play Karn, and you just go beat the brakes off of people because you're way more overpowered than they are. So, like, I mean, so, I mean, I, I agree that it's a really, it's a great card. Um, but what, I mean, what are you targeting with it that's so important? Like, I mean, the are, there, are there that many artifacts and enchantments that are? Well, the, the, there's a couple of artifacts in modern that, that, are, that are probably the, the thing that you really got to start working on. The number one deck in the meta is Hammer Time. And Hammer Time. Hammer Time. Hammer time has a hammer, right? And you got to get rid of the hammer. If you get rid Colossus of the hammer, hammer, yeah, you're right. You get rid of the hammers, then they can't hammer time you. It's just time. Um, it's not hammer. Time. Yeah, it's just time. <laughs> it's not hammer time. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, you get rid of the hammers, they can't really hammer time you. So mm-hmm. Bosu allows you to get rid of the hammers, um, and and Esper Sentinels or whatever else you need to get rid of at the right, time. Right, 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 right. To, to really limit that deck. I mean, Luris is the one that actually brings that deck together. So even mm-hmm. if you get rid of the hammers, Luris can bring that hammer back because the hammer only costs one. Is Luris an enchantment? Is it an enchantment no, creature? No, 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 no. It's, it's not an enchantment creature. Okay. It's, it's just a co- companion. Yeah, it's okay. Companion. I couldn't remember whether it was an enchantment um, creature or not. Mm-mm. No, just a companion. Okay. So, that, so Luris, I mean, Luris rules the modern scene yeah. between Hammer Time, between the um, you know the the uh, the dress down deck that everybody's playing the black red blue you know dress down with Luris and uh, Death Shadow and mm-hmm. all that whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that deck is just you know that's the best deck in the format format currently. Right um, is is the whole you know dress down uh, Death Shadow you know Luris Light and Bolt um, Culligan's Command you know Grix's Shadow right. It is Grixis Shadow, yeah. Grixis Shadow, and yeah. Grixis Shadow is really, I mean, that, that's the best deck in the format. Thought Seize, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, they do. Yeah. Some decks play Thoughtseize, some don't play Thoughtseize. But Thoughtseize, is, if they don't play, it's in the board. How can you not uh, play Thoughtseize in a, in a shadow deck? I mean, it seems like to me you would definitely want to play Thoughtseize. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't uh, know. I, like I said, I'm, I, I haven't been playing Modern at all. But uh, I will say that, you know, and I guess we should say that we're both located in like the Richmond area. You're living in Richmond. I'm, I'm about 45 minutes outside of Richmond. So, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, for this podcast to, to start playing Modern on, at FNM. I'm, I'm planning to build a modern deck, go to FNM and start playing just so I can, you know, talk a little bit more intelligently about the format. Modern's going to change. Modern with, with because, Kosu, of, because of Kamigawa. Think, yeah. And I yeah. think uh, decks like Rhinos, the, the team of Rhinos, the team of Rhinos deck, mm, Cascade deck. That, that deck's going to be a lot better because you have something that can get rid of Chalice of the Void. Mm-hmm. Um, Chalice of the Void was a big problem for that deck because you know because you put it on zero, off. right? And right, you just yeah. drop it on zero, and they're they're screwed. Yeah, um, yeah. Until they can get rid of it, mm-hmm. uh, with, but with Bosu, they can just be dead. So, um, and they can't counter it. You know, you know, like you can force negation it, so it doesn't. You know, that, that's a really. So, do you think that all? Do you think all green decks in modern are going to start playing uh, Bosu or? But yeah, I think it's either that, that, and I think uh, Amulet Titan, that mm-hmm. deck, Amulet, yeah. Amulet's, Amulet's good anyway. That's a great um, card. Yeah, great deck. It's, it's, it's a good deck. Um, our boy EC, he plays, he plays Amulet. Uh, that's going to help that deck too. I think it'll only see one, maybe two copies of that deck in that deck because they can fetch a lot of stuff. And, and, with, and with Tron, same way, I think maybe it'll play two, three copies maybe. Um, I think you'll see, I don't know. They're always going to play two or three forests because of the fact that some of those things will let have to fetch forests to make everything happen. But Bosu it lets you get what's, uh, in your uh, in your mono green Tron deck. What's your top end? Ugin, Karn, uh, Ugin, uh, Ula- Ulamog. Uh, Ulamog is probably the top end. Man. Yeah. Once you get Ulamog, or you can get uh, Emrakul. I, I mean, I always like I'm an Emrakul guy. Um, I like playing. I like taking taking people's turns. Emrakul Eons Torn or no okay. the thirteen mana. The thirteen mana will let. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not the okay. fifteen. The thirteen. Okay. Uh, I like it a lot better. Um, that's probably top end on that. And then of course Karn, the eight mana Karn is uh mm-hmm. seven mana Karn. Seven, seven mana, mana. Yeah. Seven mana Karn. Karn liberated, just, right? Just I mean, nuts. I mean, you play. I guess you're playing um, ancient stirrings. Oh yeah, the whole the whole the whole lets me fo- it lets me fetch lands, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, Ancient says, says get a land, you know. It says get a land, so that you can go get Bosu, right? I was you playing uh, I was playing Pauper uh, a couple of nights ago, and there was actually a, a guy playing Mono Green Tron and Pauper because you know the I've Tron lands that. are they're common. Yeah, yeah, they're common. And and, and, he he beat the hell out of me with that deck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it honestly felt like I was playing a Pauper deck against the modern deck. Right. Yeah, I mean, he didn't. He didn't have Karn or, uh, you know. Or but I Ugin feel like there's more like land destruction in Pauper than there is in Modern. Modern, you don't see land destruction. You don't see ways of getting rid of lands. It just doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you're playing against decks that work off one, two, or three lands tops. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's modern, right? Because their their top end is three is three yeah. mana. You don't see much many things go over three mana except for like the the Yorion the Yorion Blink deck. <clears throat> The four color Yorion Blink decks that, mm-hmm. that, that people play in, you, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that deck wins a lot of challenges too. And you see a lot of top end players playing that Yorion Blink deck, 80 card, you know, and just, you know, all the solitudes and furies and right. 
right. and all the and you're just blanking those things and just getting all that top end from that. So that that's also a great company. So I'm thinking about getting into modern. Um, what what would you you know just given your um, you know following the metagame, what do you think would be a good deck for me to? I mean, given you know Kamigawa and you know what's going on now, like what's a good deck to get into? There's so many good decks in modern. I mean, Charbelcher's one. Charbelcher's a great deck. It's, it's basically oops all spells. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's but you play the DFCs, right? You play so you don't play any lands, but you do play lands because they're all the DFCs, DFCs right? Right. And then so Charbelcher's an awesome deck. Um, but I feel like there's like, I just like decks like that. I feel like a glass cannon to me. They are. But man, you know I'm gonna I mean? tell you, like, you look at the challenges and stuff, those decks are finishing in the top eight a lot. Um, yeah, it's just so much mil- crap. It's a crapshoot, you know, like it is. Uh, the if any deck that has Ragavan is gonna be good, mm-hmm. Ragavan is the best card in the format. Um, and anybody tells you differently is a liar. Um, which I mean, I think I, you know, I know people are talking about Ragavan getting banned, but I, I mean, I, you know, I think if the best creature in the format is a one, one mana uh, red creature. I think that's great. You know, I mean, that he says does a lot. So much more. I mean, he does so yeah. much more because yeah. of the fact that he lets you steal whatever your opponent's playing at the time, and he mm-hmm. creates a treasure token in the process. Mm-hmm. So not only do you get get rid of whatever your opponent's playing, but you also get the opportunity to use it, and you get a treasure token to be able to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, the is it Merktide deck is just it, it's nuts. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. You know, I got two kids and a full time job. And I'm not gonna go out and buy four Ragavans. How much is Ragavan? How much is he now? Between depends on what you depends on what you look at. Between eighty and hundred a piece. Okay. Yeah. And, you know. So you're looking at four four hundred dollars or so to to get a playset. And that's just four cards in your sixty cards, right? Yeah, right. I mean, that's right. four of your sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're looking at a deck that's probably close to two grand. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. for someone like you and I, that's just that's just not something that's going to happen, you know, because yeah. you know we we have other obligations, you know, not just mm-hmm. magic mm-hmm. in our lives, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I think there's a lot of people who listen who will listen to this who have the same obligations. You know, you got bills yeah. to pay, you got mouths to feed, you got all those things you got to take care of before you take care of magic, because you know, magic is very much me. You know, it's not it's not we. You know, yeah. I'm not yeah, going yeah. out winning. I'm not going out winning tournaments and making money for the fam. You know, I'm right, not right, right, and, right. And my wife would feel differently if I was. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm not. So you know, I get her trepidation about me going out and spending four hundred dollars on four ragavans. So I get yeah, that. Sure. Sure. Um, so you know, those are the type of things. But modern is a very modern is, but also you know there there are a bunch of decks people play in modern that like, you know, it, it's very much like we used to play in the Wild Wild West. You remember, mm-hmm, you remember, mm-hmm. remember 1.5? You remember 1.5 came out? It wasn't mm-hmm, like type mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It was a standard. Well, we know a standard day, which was type two. Right. When 1. we started. 5, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was 1.5, yeah. which switched back to Ice Age. That's why we were really good at it. Because mm-hmm. we had, we basically had everything Ice Age up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so 1.5 was, you know, Ice Age and up. And we, we played it. It was great. You know, we were yeah. really good at yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So how about me? So like uh, modern decks, what do you think? Would, would you, was there one you'd recommend or, I mean, uh, not, not needing four Ragavans to play maybe. But here's the deal. If you need four Ragavan, if you don't play Ragavan, then you got to play the Solitudes and you got to play the Furies. Then Solitudes, you know, 
50 also, bucks piece. Also, yeah, right, right, 50 right. bucks piece. Now, you know, yeah. they were almost 80 at one point, at one point which I think they'll go back there. I think mm-hmm. they'll go back to 80. And once, once Modern Horizons fully dries up, I think you'll see all of those elementals, um, yeah, endur- Endurance, Fury, Solitude, they'll all be $80. I mean, not 80, but I think Solitude will be 80. It'll probably be your top end, and Endurance will probably be close to 80 because it's probably second most sought after fury or probably 50 or 60 mm-hmm. um, when you start talking about top end you know I mean, i'm not saying today i'm talking a year or two from now when, when yeah. modern horizons really dries up oh so, so, so you're does that play, mean you're, just, you're either gonna play four color pile you're gonna play mm-hmm. four color pile with all mm-hmm. the great cards mm-hmm. which the four color pile now plays also plays four rack band which would probably four, cost you what four color pile probably cost you five thousand dollars to build right something like that yeah, when Ragavan fully dries up, you know, that card's going to be – I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's the top end because it's a mythic, right? It's not mm-hmm, like it's a rare. Mm-hmm, it's a mythic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really hard to come on four of those. It's not like you can open a box and guarantee to get one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to open at least two boxes for your guarantee to get one. And I don't I mean, know I – you know, I played modern, I don't know, maybe five or ten years ago. I started playing modern. Um, I played like just a brief foray into it and I built an infect, I, I built blue green infect, which is kind of, I mean, I kind of like to play, um, sort of aggro combo decks where I'm attacking, attacking, and then, you know, I can have a flurry of, you know, spells where I can just kill you out of nowhere, basically. Um, so you think something like that would be, uh, if you're, be if you're good... trying to do something like that, that's hammer, hammer, but hammer. hammer is a hammer is an evil mistress, man. Hammer is one of those decks like hammer's kind of been chased out of the format, but Hammer is so good that it can win at any time. Because not only can it win from the 20 damage or whatever else, but they also play Infect, right? As a, mm-hmm. as a sideboard. Ink, ink Moth. They, or... Right. They, so they just hit you with one Hammer with an Ink Moth, mm-hmm. and you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so if I was you, I mean, mm-hmm. Hammer's probably, for me, I think, Knowing your play style, what you like, I would say yeah. Hammer is probably the best setup for you. Even um, with uh, Boseju or Boseju coming in, or yeah, well, that that thing. I mean, that thing's gonna be good, but like yeah. it's too it's two mana, right? Yeah, it's yeah, two mana, yeah. Yeah. and you gotta have it, right? And with Urza Saga, you just mm-hmm. go get another Hammer. I yeah, mean, another. Ha- how much? How much is how much is Urza Saga running now? They're they're fifty a piece now. Fifty. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, close to fifty. I wouldn't say they're almost. There, but like people, because it wasn't a website, but they're yeah. close to 50 a piece. Um, you know, yeah. and I got I got in early on those because I saw the power of mm-hmm. Urza Saga. Mm-hmm. So I got mm-hmm. in early on those. Uh I got in early on the fetch lands too, but that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Because the, the fetch lands that are replant, reprinted in Modern Horizons too just got they well now may be the time to buy, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, you're looking at a you know Misty Rainforest, which was $35 for the longest time. Right now, sitting around twenty five. Mm. So, um, so it, so it, it might you know, as somebody getting into modern now, it might make sense for me to pick up a playset of the fetch lands, huh? Yeah, the the. I mean, if you're going to play a four color pile, you have to have the fetch lands. Yeah, you have to. You have to have those and a couple of triomes and some of the shocks. Um, problem I have, the problem I have with modern, and maybe this is one of the reasons I like pauper, is it takes me a while to figure out the deck that I want to play. And I need to try out different things. And I mean, to do that in modern is going to cost you, you know, uh, $25,000 to, yeah. to try out every deck that you want you to know, play. I mean, people, people spend a lot of money getting into modern and mm-hmm. modern's great. 
I mean, you know, the reason I picked Tron is because Tron is eternal. Okay. Or yeah. Tron, yeah. Tron will always live. Okay. <laughs> um, because Tron always has a puncher's chance in any matchup. Right. Yeah. Right. Because right. if you well, get that's kind of right why I like Infect too. You know, it's right. always got a shot. Yeah. Because if you get a Tron deck and you get, I get the right setup, it might not matter what you have. It really right. might not. It right. might because I, I, if you have a certain deck and I play Ugin in play, mm-hmm. it might not matter. If I get Ulamog into play of certain decks, it ain't going to matter, whatever yeah. you play. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I think Bosu is going to be a help to Tron. I think it might pull Tron from type from from a, a tier, tier, tier two to tier two tier. to maybe 1.5. I don't think it'll be tier one, but I think mm-hmm. it'd be maybe mm-hmm. 1.5. And mm-hmm. Amulet, Amulet, still, and Tr- Amulet and Tron are still winning tournaments, right? Yeah. They're still yeah. winning tournaments. So, you know, it might pull both of those decks up. Um, and I think it'll pull uh, Team Moranos up. Because mm-hmm. Team Moranos at one point was, was Tier 1. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fallen mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Um, because people were playing uh, Chalice. People were playing right. Chalice. Right. And Chalice right. just absolutely crushes. Well, that's, I mean, that's the great thing about Magic, right? Is, uh, you know, right. uh, Team Moranos pops up. And then, you know, okay, I see what's happening here. People start packing Chalice in the Void. And then well, uh, well, Team They Rhinos play Chalice not, not only for Team Moranos, but they also play it for uh death shadow they also play mm. it for ragavan they mm. also play oh, it's a great card i mean chalice I mean, is an awesome card you know and i got lucky i bought <laughs> i got my four chalices when uh time spiral remaster came out and i got that those and they were like 20 bucks a piece and i mm-hmm. i got i got my play set because i was trying to play um uh El, the eldrazi you know eldrazi tron tron. Yeah, yeah the etron trying mm-hmm. to play that deck and then they just decided to shit all over that deck so um it just you know I still got the yeah. pieces for that deck, but I just morphed it over to Tron. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm playing. Um, yeah. I like Tron because of the fact that I showed any tournament. I got a win. chance. Got a chance. Right. I always got a chance. Always got a chance. Um, so, do you I, want to uh, do you want to transition to Kamigawa? You want to talk about some some things? Yeah, we can do some, besides we can, besides uh, both. We can do some Kamigawa. Uh, Kamigawa's got some interesting things. Um, you know, there's a there's some really awesome cards in Kamigawa. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've, I've looked a little bit into it, but there's only about four or five cards that I thought were really worth talking about. Okay, um, what you got? Well, there's. I mean, obviously, Besaiji, right, or Bosu, right? That that thing is 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 just nuts, right? As to how yeah. good it is. Yep. Um, but there's also a couple of of of. I don't know creatures that that are pretty pretty much going to absolutely uh, change the format of, of some things. Uh-huh. Um, so you so, so do you think that Kamigawa has a chance to shift uh, standard? Standard, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, standard is one of those things that takes a lot to shift. Uh, if anything, you know, you remember the days of, you know, there was one set that pretty much ran everything in standard for a long time. Um, you talking about Throne of El Drain? Throne, man. Throne yeah, yeah. so much power. Yeah, but I mean, Throne's gone now, right? I mean, it's still it is, it, but but it dude. seems like it seems like standard has sort of been stagnant for the past couple. Of, you know what I think it is is the mana. I don't think the mana like. The mana is so restricted. I mean, that's why you see, like, for aggro deck, you don't see two-color aggro decks. 
you see mono white, you see mono green, sometimes you see yeah. mono red. It's because the mana just doesn't support, you know, playing a two color aggro deck. Right. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the mana would have to be get better um, to, to really shake up standard. And hey, I don't think that's happening in Kamigawa from what I can see. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. Um, I mean, I see a couple of cards. Uh, what was his name? Ishin, two, two heavens as one. Um, if a creature attacking causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. He's three uh-huh. for three mana. So red, what, what, white, and a black. Red, white, and black. Okay, let me hold on. I got the spoiler. Let me pull this guy up. It's Ishin. So he's a Mardu uh, mana yeah. cost? Okay. Um, you know, and that, that would fit, fit well into a deck that you love to play. Hold on a sec. Oh, yeah. Um, which is what? What deck are you talking about? Humans and non-human. Oh, Winota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a human. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he is. He's a human samurai. Uh-huh. Uh, I think nice. I think he would maybe pioneer. That would be hmm. something in pioneer. That would be very interesting. Is you got something that's Ooh, yeah. human, non-human. That is really good. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're getting double, double Winota triggers <laughs> there. So, yep. Double Winota triggers are pretty bad, pretty deadly. I mean, you know, what, yeah, just a regular Winota trigger is usually enough to kill you, but, uh, but yeah, you double up, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's sweet. Spell Pierce is also in the set. Uh, that's something that people don't really re- remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw, I noticed that. I'm a Spell Pierce kind of guy. I like Spell Pierce, super sneaky, something people uh-huh. don't really uh, prepare themselves for. Right. So spell, spell Pierce is in the set. Um, that's a, that's a great, I mean, that's a great card. I mean, is there a deck um, now that you think could benefit from Spell Pierce? I mean, would is it so is it play there, Spell there, Pierce or no? But there's a mono blue deck that basically uses Delver, mm-hmm. gets ahead. You tell me, Spell Spell Pierce would not fit in a Delver deck. Oh well, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a, yeah ready made for that. Yeah, uh, Spirit Sisters <clears throat> Call. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, choose target permanent card in your graveyard. You may sacrifice a permit that shares a card type with the chosen card. If you do, return the chosen card from your graveyard to the battlefield, and it gains. If this permit would leave the battlefield, exile at the exile it instead of putting it anywhere else. So, what uh, what colors is that? It's black, white, and three. Black, white. Okay, black, white, three. Hold on, pulling it up. Um, in a reanimator deck, holy guacamole, Batman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You want to talk about something you can sacrifice? So you play like um, uh, what's a wedding? Um, is a wedding invitation or wedding invitation? So or, you get a creature. Yeah. You get a creature like that. You play wedding invitation and you play this, and so mm-hmm. you find a way to self mill yourself and mill mill some things out out into your graveyard that you really don't you know want to pull back, and then you pull it back, and then it's really bad bad news for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Any other things to catch your eye? Um, there are. Uh, trying to get to it. The, the black, the black dragon. Um, I forget his name. I'm drawing a blank currently on what his name is. He's Junji. Yeah, five mana yeah. for yeah. five five menace, flying menace. 
flying menace. Yeah, that's that's uh, good. And also, lets you bring a dragon from. So when it dies, it lets you bring a dragon from your graveyard back to play. I think that's what it says. Not yeah. Put target non-dragon creature cards from graveyard onto the battlefield. You lose two yep. life. Yep. Yeah. And also, here's another card for you: Lion Sash. Is that the uh, equipment <clears throat> card that uh, that lets you eat stuff like? Uh, yep. Scavenging ooze. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's scavenging great. ooze, but for white. Um, mm-hmm. it's a great card. Uh, I think it'll see also, some. Also, you can, play. you can, uh, yeah, you can, you can get it with. Uh, uh, what the, why the hell am I drawing a blank? Stoneforge Mystic. Saga. You can't get Stone, it with Saga, but you Stoneforge Mystic. With, you can, can't yeah, get you can fetch it with Stoneforge Mystic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that card's that card's really good. That is I mean, a, the, that's a great card, man. I mean, the fact that you can, you know, with with uh, scavenging news, you can only eat creatures and get plus one plus one. With this, you can do any permanent. So, you know, with fetch lands and stuff in modern, I mean, this thing could get get huge. It could be off the chain big. Um, mm-hmm. That's a great. I think it's a great card. I think it, it'll um, the moon snare prototype. I think that's got a chance to see some chance chance to play in some a lot of formats. Um, it is a one blue artifact. Um, mm-hmm. Tap an untapped artifact creature, uh, artifact or creature you control, and add a colorless. It's like a springleaf drum, right? I mean, basically, that's spring. Springleaf. It is. It is springleaf drum. Yeah. Um, but it also has channel, which mm-hmm. allows you to discard Moon Snare prototype. The owner of target non-land permanent puts it on the top of their library. Mm-hmm. Top or bottom? Sorry, top or bottom of the library. Yeah, I mean it's a springleaf drum with upside. I mean, and yeah, you know, not. I mean, it's upside in a couple of ways. One, you you know, with springleaf drum, you can only tap creatures for mana, but with this, you can do artifacts or creatures. And then, yeah, that channel ability is is relevant late. I mean, because you don't want. I mean, that's you don't want to draw a springleaf drum late in the game. And so, here, yeah. and I've got I've got probably four more cards that I'm probably going to want to talk about because okay, um, mirror box is one of them. Okay. Uh, mirror box is, is a three mana artifact. It says the legend rule does not apply to a permanent control. Each legendary creature you control gets one one. Each non token creature you control gets one one for each other creature you control with the same name as the creature. Hmm. Uh, you can talk about a card in Commander that's going to see a lot of play. Mirror box mm-hmm. is that card. Um, I'm not sure how much it'll see in like modern and things like that, but in a in something like uh, Commander, holy guac a moly! Um, because you play a boatload of legends, and you'll see a boatload of legends in in Commander. So in what boat- uh, what uh, what's what color is Mirror Box? And I'm trying to find it. It is uh, it's an artifact. It's, it's an artifact. Okay, it's just a colorless. Okay. Hold up. Let me take a look. Uh, okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. The fact that you can say the legend rule does not apply, so mm-hmm. it, it allows you – you can play multiple Ragvans. You can mm-hmm. play mul- multiple um, Omnaths. You can mm-hmm. play multiple of just whatever. Uh, logs. I mean, I'm just using something as a whatever. Yeah, like sure. Legend rule does not apply to permanent control. You can also play, you know, legendary artifacts or anything like that because it says permanents you do not control. It doesn't say creatures. So, so, but like you said, command, like, can't you only play one? I mean, I'm not a commander, not a commander player per se, but can't you just play one of each card in a commander deck? 
You can, but you can make yeah. copies of it, right? Yeah, sure, sure. So there's all kinds of ways to Clones make copies. and things like Clones. that. Clones. I mean, I'm, I play Spark Double and things like uh -huh. that in Commander, uh -huh. which the, the rule does not apply to Spark Double, but there are other cards that can just let you just copy it. So if you've got a mirror box, you don't have to worry about it. Just, you can just copy it without, without any kind of anything. That's interesting. You know, I mean, I, it makes me wonder, like, I mean, are there, you know, are there decks in modern or, or other eternal formats where you would want to play, you know, multiple, multiple well, legends? Love you would love to have multiple Omnaths in play. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, yeah, you've, been no, in that. Yeah. you've been in there. You've been there. Uh, yeah, there before. was a reason that Omnath got yeah. the axe. I mean, yeah, there, that dude you're, is. Yeah. Uh, you, you've, you've been on the receiving end of that when I have multiple, yeah. multiple Omnaths in play. Um. You know, when I can generate eight mile on a turn just by playing yeah. lands, you know, come on, man. Uh, yeah. in, invoke Despair is another one I like. Mm -hmm. Target opponent sacrifices a creature. If they can't, they lose two life. And mm -hmm. you draw a card. Then they repeat this process for an enchantment and a planeswalker. So they have to be able to sacrifice a creature, an enchantment, and a planeswalker. If they can't do any of those three, you they lose six life. And you draw three cards. Hmm. Yeah. Now that's that seems uh, that seems like a really powerful card. It's only um, four, it's only five mana. No, it's mm -hmm. four it's four black and a colorless. Yeah, I mean you're looking no, at not, yeah. Yeah, you're playing a mono black deck when you play mm -hmm. that. But I'm just saying, like, holy cow! Like that's pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, that 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 definitely seems good. I mean, unless you know you're just getting swarmed or something like that. I mean, like yeah. you know, if you're playing against like a mono white aggro deck or something, if you know, and if you play that on turn five, is that going to be enough to? Is that going to be enough to keep you in the game? I mean, currently in standard, the biggest the biggest bangers are planeswalkers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Between was it Lothe? Lothe was that the the five uh, mana that creates two spiders? Oh, uh, yeah, Loth. Loth. Lothy, Lorthy, yeah. Lothy, uh, whatever that thing is. Uh -huh. <laughs> that that cr creates two spiders. So that thing yeah. creates two spiders, you know, and then whenever a creature dies, it, you add, you know, add more. It gets loyal, it gets a loyalty counter, yeah. Loyalty counter. So whatever it is, uh, you want to talk about something that fits into this. I mean, uh -huh. that, I mean, you, you make them sacrifice their planeswalker and you make them sacrifice a creature. And if they just so happen to have uh, meat hook on board that makes mm -hmm. it get rid of that too mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that that that's very 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 valuable to get something like that any cards in uh kamigawa that you can see fitting into your uh, green white uh, your selesnia ramp deck Ooh. you know i haven't, I haven't really traveled down that road yet um, okay uh i think enchantments are going to be big i think yeah, that seems the, like it selesnia is going to have enchantments they're going to be big mm -hmm. um that's going to be a big thing. Um, what about this so, new? Uh, what about the new sweeper? I mean, that looks interesting. The, the six mana that? white one's called Farewell, four colorless and two white. It says choose one or more, exile all artifacts, exile all creatures, exile all enchantments, exile all graveyards. Um, six. It's six mana, right? I mean, six mana is that. That's an expensive sweeper. Yeah, it's pretty uh, expensive. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you can, you know. You can completely wipe the board with the exception of planeswalkers. If it only, if only it could not be countered, that would be <clears throat> that'd be great. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I, I live it. We live in a world of is it where there's just counterspell after counterspell after counterspell mm -hmm. after counterspell. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I don't see that. I don't see that being played much. Yeah. Um, 
because they can they can just negate it. I mean, it's not really something that I mean. It's just I think the new Tamio is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah, um, I have seen her. Yeah. So she. Basically what do you think about the Phyrexian mana and the uh, the mana cost for that? That's 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 a new thing. Is Phyrexian I, mana and uh, you know, I, I, love, I love Phyrexians, man. I mean, I mm-hmm. love the whole I love the whole Phyrexian setup. Uh, you know, I'll it, it pay two life instead of. Playing mm-hmm. for mana, that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's gonna be pretty powerful too, from what I, from what I, from what I, I see of that card. Um, any any particular uh, decks or uses that you see for her coming up? It will be teamer. Uh, whatever teamer. It will be it will be teamer. Um, and, and it'll fit into it'll probably fit into the teamer uh, dragon setup. I'm guessing because you know she can be played for four, um, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. users are tap tap an artifact or a creature and it does untap the next 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 step right. so you tap the uh you tap your opponent's uh cadillac uh uh-huh. and it doesn't can't attack so uh-huh. that's yeah. pretty pretty valuable yeah. um yep uh the new tesseret what, what about really- so do you think that uh tamia so her second ability is minus x Exile target non-land permanent card with mana value X from your graveyard, create a token. So do you see her sort of like some sort of, some sort of like graveyard slash reanimator thing where she can like you're dumping stuff in your graveyard and try to bring stuff you back ha- or no? You would have to go so tie with that. And I just I just don't think black is in a place to do that in standard. And I okay. don't see it, I don't see it doing it in the other formats. Okay. Okay. You might would see it in historic because historic had, did have that soul tie deck. Mm-hmm. Um that you know used to play with uh, the ultimatum. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You, I could see it happening in that type of deck, mm-hmm. um, but I don't see it happening in um, in the other formats, really. What do you think about the um, the new Ninja Planeswalker? Three mana, Kaido Shizuki, one uh, blue black. He's got the static text at the beginning of your end step. If he entered the battlefield this turn, he phases out. He's got a plus one draw a card, then discard a card unless you attacked. Minus two, create a one one blue ninja creature token with this creature can't be blocked. And then uh, his ultimate is you get an emblem with whenever a creature you control deals combat damage. Search your library for blue or black creature card, put it on the battlefield. That's a cool card. Yeah, I think yeah. I think nin- I think ninjas are going to have their day in standard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think ninjas will because he got biting palm ninja too, which I think is mm-hmm. a really good card. That's the black one, right? That's the three mana block one. Black one mm-hmm. is three three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really good. Um, they got covert technician, which is the a three mana blue. But it's two four, um, and it's it's ninjutsu cost is only a blue and a colorless, which makes uh-huh. it way more way more appealing when when you read the text behind it when it says whenever covert technician deals uh, combat damage to a player, you put mm-hmm. an artifact card with a mana value mana value. Mana value, there we go. Mana value less than or equal to the damage from your hand onto the battlefield. Yeah. So, I mean, that way it seems like you need to, you're going to need some way to get uh, artifacts and stuff in your graveyard, right? Yep. 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 But I think that deck will, will, will really do really well in something like, because uh, there's, there's an artifact deck in, uh, in Pioneer currently. Mm hmm. That that thing, something like that. I think it would do really well. So that um, seems like it could, yeah, reach back to older formats, maybe. Yeah, it, it could because the, the the artifacts are better. Yeah, yeah, and easy easier to get stuff in your graveyard. I think fact, it's, it's fact. Yeah, yeah. No, that card that card is really cool. 
I think that one could definitely, I mean, you know, I mean, if you're, it's, it's just an uncommon, that, just an uncommon. So, that's surprising to me. It seems like a, it does seem like a really powerful one. Just, I mean, uncommon. nothing else. I mean, you got, you know, you got a one drop and then on, on turn two, you're putting a two, four into play. I mean, even if you're not triggering the, you know, the, the uh, effect on the second turn, having a two, four attacking on turn two, is still not well, bad. And, and they also have that sword, right? The sword that lets you turn a creature into a five one of the something of the Oni. Um, that basically turns a creature into a five-five uh, demon with menace. Oh, that's the yeah, the black uh, the, the black, black sword. sword. Yeah. So if that's in your graveyard, you find a way to get that into your graveyard. Um, you know, and then you can attach it. Blade of blade of the oni. Blade of the oni. Yeah. Attach it to, to whatever ninja you want, and mm-hmm. you know now it's a five-five uh, demon with uh, menace, which also helps with the. Do you think that uh, you think that card could reach back to modern with uh, like Stoneforge Mystic? And I don't, I don't no. see it. I don't yeah. see it. I don't see it. I may be wrong, but I don't. I just don't. I don't see that five five I mean, and modern. It's, it's, it's got a. It's got a plus. It's got a pretty expensive. I mean, that reconfigure cost is mm-hmm. you know, four mana. That's that's expensive mm-hmm. for for a yeah. uh, an equipment. The new Jenga Taxus. You've seen it. I, I have seen, I, I've seen it briefly. Uh, I'll pull it back up. I think it's kind of interesting how they're, um, how they're introducing like uh, just one of the, uh, the, the Phyrexian Praetors into, mm-hmm. uh, into each set. Like uh, what was it? Boring Clex, right? Boring Clex was right. Yeah. Right. Right. And then yeah. now they got uh, Jenga Taxus in there. I think Jenga Taxus is the most atrocious one of them all. Uh, yeah. Uh, that thing, the, the original gen, you play if you got that thing to play with, yeah, right, yeah, their hand, everybody reduces yeah. everybody's hand size by seven. Um, yeah, you lose, you, you just basically <laughs> discard your whole hand, right? And uh, yeah, you don't get to play cards ever again. Um, so yeah, so do you think you think this guy will see play in standard? I do. Um, I don't know, I don't know about standard. But it could reach back to eternal formats in some type of way to bring it into play, cheat it into play. Yeah, like a reanimator or something. Maybe a reanimator, maybe like uh, you know the ultimatums um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get that thing into play. I mean that that thing is just nuts, powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's another level. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of uh, there's a couple. Oh, the lands. Man, have you seen the lands? Uh, you mean just the art or the art on the lands? Yeah, the, the Japanese uh, the Japanese art on the land. Yeah, it's super, super cool. Super cool. Man, they are just all oh, um, just another level of awesome looking. Yeah, um, they are just crazy good looking. Then you got uh, the uh, the sagas too, right? I mean, some of those sagas are pretty sweet. Some of the sagas are really good. I really haven't looked too deep into the sagas. I'm not a, I'm not a huge saga fan. Um, yeah. Because sometimes I think you know it depends upon what the first first part of the saga is. Uh huh. I mean, they're slow. I mean, that's the thing. With, really with the slow. Sagas, it takes them you know, two or three turns for them really have a payoff. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not a huge saga fan. Yeah. Except for Urzans. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I do. I do think they're slow. 
Um, but I mean, you're getting a lot, you know, you're, if, if, if you can last, I mean, you're getting a lot of value out of those cards. Mm-hmm. You are, um, you are. I so. mean, there's just a, there's a, I mean, I think the set has a lot of yeah. possibilities to be good. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a lot of possibilities to be good. It's, it's, it's a nice change. I think it's an uptick in power for what we've seen at the last, I don't know. The last two sets have been pretty powerful. I'll be honest with you. They've been pretty good. The two sets before that, the D&D set and Strixhaven, I thought were awful. Um, yeah. I thought they were bad. But I really think the, the Midnight Hunt and the uh, newest set before this one um, are, you know, the power level is pretty great on those. I guess the question, I mean, I would be interested. I don't, I have no idea what the numbers are, but like, like I say, I, I have had no interest in playing standard. And it could just be the fact that like, I just, I have, I've been out of it or, but I just, I wonder like how are standard and alchemy doing, you know, overall in magic right now? Like, I mean, you have this amazing set. I mean, comic, I mean, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. It, I mean, there's all, there's so all cool. kinds of, I mean, you know, I'm all about like, you know, Japanese, uh, Art. you know, ninjas and samurai and stuff like that. Hey, if there's ever a set made for you, it's this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's got I like equipment, you know, it's got awesome equipment, yep. it's got vehicle. I mean, it's just a it's just a cool fucking set. And um I just wonder like, I mean, are people going to try to play this is this going to bring people back to standard or are people just out of it, you know? Like I think it'll change standard and and hopefully it'll change it for the better, right? Cuz mm-hmm. like it's just been for so long. It's just been, tur- uh, you know, is it turns for so long? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when people are tired, 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 tired of that deck. Um, yeah. And now that's gone. Thank God. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I think it did open up standard to some players like me. Right. Um, now I'll get back and I'll play some standard because the Selesnya deck is a lot of fun for me. Um, it's very much a deck I would play because I can just overpower the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, because you get a, you get, you get, basically, if you, if I get, um, Feldar Retreat and I get, uh, Ren Seven in play together, yeah. game over. It's over. Yeah. It's game over. over. Yeah. Cause I'm going to get lands into my hand. And the next time I'm going to play all of them. And yeah. Get all of And I'm going to get all of my creatures plus one, plus one, or at least plus one, probably plus two, plus two, and yeah. uh, a bunch of cats or, yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run, or I'm gonna play, you know, um, you know, because there's a couple of cards in there I can just play and just basically just run you over. Mm-hmm. Um, all mm-hmm. um, yeah. Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I can just make everything indestructible and attack you. Um, that's that's great. Um, and then of what course, car, what card is that, that that makes your stuff indestructible? All Epiphany. Listen, Aron's Epiphany was the uh, the time walk, right? The one that uh, the the five blue blue make two birds. What am I thinking of? The blue, the white one. It's uh, cost seven, so it's three white and four. Not Aron, not Aron's Epiphany. Three white uh, and four. I'm not even sure. I, I'm not sure what that is. Um, so what does it do? It gives creates you, two creates two angels. That oh, Amiria's Amiria's call. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Okay, that's uh, the DFC, right? Right. Yeah, and which works perfectly at that deck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I play that. 
and then I attack you with a bunch of indestructible shit. And then if it's uh, and then if I could play the land in play, they're indestructible and they got vigilance. Yeah. yeah. For next turn. So not only can I attack you with a bunch of indestructible stuff, then I can block you with a bunch of indestructible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia retreats a messed up card. Philadelphia is so good. If you can get like that, Adderall's, if you can get that thing going, man, you're not losing. Man, if you can get that thing going, because a lot of a lot of uh people were playing the uh wedding invitation. They were playing yeah. that that deck. So they were getting like wedding invitation. One ones, they getting, yeah. They were getting all these one ones, but then they were getting like, okay, everything's got plus one. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But yeah. like each turn, I'm getting plus one, plus one each turn. Yeah. Basically right. just playing right. lands and everything. All my stuff's getting one one each turn. Takes yeah. them three or takes them three turns to get everything one one. Yeah. Um, so I think Felidar retreats a hell of a card. I mean, I, I, I love that card. So I mean, we're coming up on like an hour and a half. I guess we ought to start to uh, start winding down. We'd love to hear ourselves talk, don't we? I mean, I you know, like uh I don't even feel like we scratched the surface. We have just Barely got into it, man. We really did. We didn't so cover what's anything, a, anything but like so what standard, modern, a little bit of popper, not even a lot of popper, just a little, little bit, bit of a little bit of uh, history, you know, stroll down then, memory lane, and then and then some some Kamigawa. So uh, yeah. So what's our what's our uh, what's the plans for the podcast? Like, what if people are listening to the podcast? What do they? What do we? What what are our plans to to do here? I think you and I talked about this, and our plan is to try to do this every two weeks, mm-hmm. and, and, it, mm-hmm. and it kind of depends upon for you and I. It kind of depends upon like how much you know feedback we get, and how many people yeah. we get their their account. We get back and sit they're interested in this kind of thing. Yeah. So we, you know, I could see us doing it weekly, but it would be one of those things that we'd have to plan for, and right. you and I have to really plan for it because you know mm-hmm. we got real lives, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You, uh, do you have any plans for any, uh, you're going to play any events or any tournaments or anything coming up or. I would really love to go. I, I think, uh, I really love to play some modern. Um, I'd like to play in the pre-release stuff, but I know there'll be 80 people in the room mm-hmm. and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm quite ready for that yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Battle, uh, Battlegrounds is a sweet place. I mean, I I went. That's where I played. Hey, I played in a public hey, tournament. BG, if you need if you need somebody to to pump you up and you need somebody to sponsor, it's us. Because if if anybody will will talk about how great that place is, it's it's, it's Hodges and I because we both we both play there. So yeah, I think I I I've only been there a few times, but I've I've really been impressed with the, the staff. Um, that and, uh, their and, their card selection and uh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, there's a couple of places in the Richmond area if you're a Richmond. If you're a Virginia guy, person, um, you know, Time Capsule's the other one. Uh, Time Capsule's great. You played there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and Time Capsule's great because they give a lot of free tournaments, too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's where that's what drew me into Pauper was they had mm-hmm. that uh, Winnebox, uh, Winnebox tournament there. So Time Capsule does a little good job with that. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, I would love to get into some – play some. Uh, but Kamigawa, I would love to do a pre-release with that, uh, try to get into that just to – just to get to play some, but I do not I mean, feel like sit, sit in a room with 80 people though. Yeah. I mean, battlegrounds is, I mean, they've started a, they've got a tournament series running, I think mm-hmm. for like the mm-hmm. first six, six months of the year where yep. um, they rotate commander, modern pauper. I think there may be, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe legacy in there as well. Um, yeah. I can't afford that. I mean, what do you mean? Legacy? Legacy. I can't oh, afford yeah, legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't afford legacy. I mean, I played, I played the pauper tournament, um, you know, in that 
in that cycle. And uh, I think it, had, that, that, tur- that turned out hard for you, didn't it? How'd you do that? Yeah, yeah, it turned out well. I mean, I ended up splitting. I made it to the top eight and, and splitting the prize at the top. So, um, so, so you finished in the top two. Top two, yep. Top it's, not, two. it's not bad. It's not bad for an old fart. Not, not, not bad for it. Not bad for a for an old timer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who, who, uh, who essentially bought it, brought a brew to the uh, to the tournament. You know, that's my. You uh, did well, though. You did well with the brew you brought. You did really well. I mean, I didn't hear anybody. Yeah. You know, I talked to people about it. And, yeah. You, you did you did well. I would tell you if you sucked. So you didn't suck. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know me, I'm honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, so yeah, I mean, so I, I'm gonna I think they're doing another pauper tournament in March. I'm gonna play in that mm-hmm. uh, in that series. I could and, I could I could be convinced to do that, but only if I can play affinity. Only if I can play. Well, I mean, affinity's it's still a deck, even though a tog was was uh, killed, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, no, a, a tog is. I mean, it's it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad when a tog dies. <laughs> yeah, I love a tog. Man. Yeah, a tog. The tog's a great. great love card. that card because I had going, I had revi- I had revised a tog, so I, I, I that, that was the best. Speaking part of speaking of OG, I mean, a yeah, tog goes right. all the way back. I mean, he's going all the way back man. to Alpha. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the original OG. He is, man. That, that <laughs> big smile. <laughs> he just ate a shitload of metal. He just killed you. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, so I'm gonna play in that, and I'm I'm, I'm still playing. I'm playing Popper, um, Magic Online, Bruin decks for that. Um, there's a they're doing a, a Time Capsule's doing a, a free uh, a free win a box on um, I think Super Bowl Sunday, I believe the t- yeah, uh, February twentieth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, but I'm probably, probably not gonna make that. that. Unfortunately, I'd like to. Um, uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start playing modern at uh, I'm gonna start going to battlegrounds on. It, I think it, maybe it, every other Friday. If you if you start playing modern, that will force me to start playing modern because I'll yeah. have a reason to go. So yeah. I, I don't, right now, I don't have re- really have a reason to go. Um, yeah, uh, that will force me to start playing some modern. But uh, I think I, I think I like- actually I think next Friday I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go what? next Friday. And, but I mean that that means I'm gonna have to get my shit together and and get a deck I'm, together be- between now and. <laughs> Dusting off the old Tron deck. Yeah, I mean, you got you got yours ready people, to go. I'm I'm people, gonna be scrambling to get, get shit together. Get your Tron but, hate together because it's coming to town. Uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So, so I'm gonna try to put something together this week and and play. I'll probably play Friday night. Um, Where you? I ain't what you're gonna play because I mean, we'll talk about that. Online, so. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I, honestly, I'm not sure at this point. I mean, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning. I would say I'm leaning to Infect just because that's what I know. I mean, uh, nobody, nobody's going to be ready for it. I promise you that. Yeah, nobody's yeah. going to be ready for it. Yeah, I mean, just like you said with the fighter's chance, I mean, Infect, you know, I mean, a Maybe. lot of times you, you win on turn two. I mean, it's it's a turn two. It's a turn two deck sometimes. Yeah, um, I ain't going to argue that. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. See how it goes. And, I mean, also, I guess um, I, I was looking. Some of the affinity, most of the affinity decks now are not black or not blue, green, but uh, green, black. A lot of yeah, them are playing uh, Phyrexian Crusader as their. You talking, talking about Infect? Infect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Because because the Phyrexian Crusader is so good against the meta, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm gonna. I have. A, I got a lot of work to do between now and then, but uh, I want to. Yeah, I want to make it a make it a priority because I just I just enjoy playing in person. I, there's no better way to play. I mean, I, I enjoy like, playing. I enjoy playing in arena, but like I'd much rather play in person. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I heard somebody say a while back, like, uh, you know, it's the game's Magic the Gathering. And for a long time, people thought it was the Magic, but it's actually the Gathering, you know, is what, uh, is what draws you in. Yeah. So, you know, getting together with, uh, you know, friends and stuff like that and just, you know, talking yeah. shit and playing, playing some Magic. So, I mean, yeah, smashing noobs. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Which, you know, when you're, when you're as old as we are, pretty much everybody's we, a noob. We, yeah, well, we're the noobs. I mean, because we're 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 so far out of the uh, out of the meta, we're noobs. So the circle is now complete. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Speaking of which, have you been? Uh, you you watched uh, uh, Book of Boba Fett? I've been. I've seen every episode, man. So I'm 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 up to the 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 the, the last episode that I haven't watched the sixth episode yet, but I've watched the first oh, five. It's, it's so good. You, you thought five was good, six is better. Oh man, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just I don't know, just having Mando in the show. I mean, dude, it gets better. I'm not yeah. gonna ruin it for you, but it gets better. Um, it's a it's a great episode. Um, six is six is six is the best episode. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, honestly, I wasn't expecting a lot. I'd heard kind of mixed things about Boba Fett. Book Look, of Boba Fett. I thought I thought the first two episodes were meh, but yeah. then it, it kind of picked up, right? Like business picked up. I think they had to, they had to set the story for people unlike you and I who didn't know the story yeah, behind Boba, yeah, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. So they had to really set the story behind it. So it took a couple episodes to warm it up. And once it did, I mean, I, you know, I mean, honestly, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first two. I mean, I, I you know, just because I, I enjoyed, enjoyed Star, it. Star I'm not going to say Wars I didn't lore. enjoy it. My wife yeah. really enjoyed it because my wife is not, you know, she's not the nerd. Right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she really enjoyed those episodes where they kind of explained the backstory behind everything. And I the Tus- Tuscan back. Raiders and Sand right. people well, and all that. Well, the, and, and Bubba Fett in the, in the, in the, the pit in the of Sarlacc. Right, and, right, yeah. right. She was like, where the heck did that come from? I was like, do you not remember? Have you yeah. never seen Return of the Jedi? Yeah, I was like, do you not remember him? <laughs> Bubba Fett, where? You know, do you not remember that? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, well, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Get out. We're divorced now. Get out. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man, I'm pumped to, uh, I'm pumped to see episode six. Yeah. And I'm really pumped for the, the new season of the Mandalorian, you know, cause that's just, that's just, that dude's fucking, he's awesome. That character speaks to me in so many levels. Like he just speaks to me. Uh, and I, I'm not sure why, but like, he just speaks to like dudes who are just trying to do the right thing and just try mm-hmm. to take care of kids and, and try to do their own thing. I think that really is why he, he kind of speaks to, you know, especially, you know, our age generation because he's just a dude trying to take care of a kid that's you know yeah. trying to do the best he can. This kid's a little bit fucked up, but like he's trying mm-hmm. to help him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So like yeah. So what do you I, think? I what do you think about uh, what do you think about Boba Fett in the series? Like as a character, I like him, but he has a ton of flaws as a as a as a is a, a hero. He's an anti-hero, right? Because yeah. like. His hero is built off of him wanting to seize power, so he's not really a hero. Like he just yeah. wants to maintain his his power. Like, I, you know, it's, I mean, it's weird. Like I, I kind of feel like Boba Fett's a wimp in this. Like, I mean, he's he seems a lot softer than I mean, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But like, I mean, when I think of Boba Fett, at least from like you know the original trilogy, like I mean, he was somebody that people were fucking scared scared, scared to death of. Yeah, I tell you who. I- Wait, wait till you see episode six. You'll find out who you're scared of. Uh-huh. Okay. I promise you, you'll find out who you're scared of in episode six. Okay. All right. I'll, 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 let, you, I'll, I'll let you watch it, and you come back okay. and tell me who you're All scared right. we, of. Yeah, we it talked about it that. Ain't, it, it ain't Bubba Fett. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. I mean, he's uh, 
I don't know. Like I say, he seems a little soft to me. He is. He is. But uh, the the character you will see in episode six, not soft. No. And and, and, <laughs> and if you if you and you know you're you're a Star Wars guy, he's appeared in a couple of. I'm not I'm not trying to ruin it for anybody out there or you, but he's appeared in a couple of other setups, and he's okay. kind of a obscure character. But um, yeah, yeah, you'll see. All right, cool, man. It's, it's good. All right, I think we should call it a call it a show. We've been we've been right. uh, bullshitting for a while now, so yeah, uh, we can how, 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 how we actually end this thing. How we're going to end it? Uh, uh, like we're going to sign out. Like, call, well, we I mean, call, since we gotta, we're since we're, we're both call sign old bastards, I mean, maybe we just like you know fall asleep and that's the end of the end of the show. <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> I ain't I know, that man. old yet. I ain't got yeah, any yeah, old yeah. yet. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Until next time. Uh, you know, 